Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today we continue our mini-series of Men in a Relationship. And today's title is Sharing a Life Vision. And we will discuss why it is so important to maintain our individuality and what is important to us at the same time as creating a melded vision with our partners. We'll discover a three-step process and how to create a life vision together. And this one is extremely important and useful in order to collaborate and live happily and pursue a passionate life together. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone is doing awesome today. And again, I'm changing up the pace for myself. I'm recording during the week here. Normally, I record on the weekends. But this weekend, Jess and I are going to the mountains to have a little celebration to celebrate another, even though it's not big, but another milestone. And that's finding what looks to be very promising basement tenants for the house we currently live in. So we were being very picky on who we selected and we did a lot of due diligence and a lot of searching and a lot of screening, but we believe that we found a very ideal tenant to live below us. So we're excited about that and we're celebrating this small victory because one thing that Jess reiterated to me getting into the real estate journey was at, at an early stage because I was very focused on the next step all the time. What's next? Looking for the next goal, the next thing to do. And she said, Joel, we need to learn how to enjoy this process. We need to celebrate on the way. So we decided um, that when we find a basement tenant, we'll celebrate and we'll go to the mountains. And uh, it's always nice knowing that we'll have that extra income <laughs> coming in as well. So we're going along to, to have a little celebration and enjoy each other's company and get outside, go skiing. We haven't gone skiing at all this year, which is insane. Um, <laughs> we've, been, we've been really busy and, and, and we told ourselves that that's something that's important to us to get outside and go adventure together. So we're dialing back in our focus and aligning with our life vision and our intentions. And that kind of segues into the episode. And we are still in that mini series men in relationships and specifically today's episode is men in relationships and sharing a life vision so i'll start out by stating that we are two unique individuals in a relationship and sometimes we have similar interests as our partner similar hobbies sometimes similar upbringings and on other occasions, we might have completely different ones. And almost always, there'll be a difference of interpretations of how one another interprets the world. There's no way that you had the exact same upbringing with the exact same parents and in the exact same circumstances. Every single being, every single human is wired in a little bit of a different manner. Even if you are similar, chances are something in your childhood um, had an impact on how your neurology is wired and what your triggers are and how you interpret the world. And there is so many factors at play. 
So it's important to know that when we're sharing a life vision, we take this into consideration. And in a relationship, I believe it's so important to maintain our individuality. But we must share a life vision together. We can't only be individuals. We can't only be focused on our individual life. We need to come together and have a shared vision for where our life wants to go. Otherwise, it's just we're putting it up to chance and we're not living intentionally. We don't have a clear picture or direction of where we want to go. And if we don't set this vision, I believe that eventually there's a good chance that the relationship won't last. Or if it does last, there's going to be extreme turbulence because you, you're not living intentionally. You're not living with the other person's um, desires and beliefs and perception. You're not, you're not incorporating that into the mix. So we can still embrace and be ourselves in our relationship, but it's important to vocalize and live accordingly to your morals, beliefs, values, habits, needs, and desires that fill you up the most as an individual. So as an individual, myself, I like to work out. And not only do I like to work out, I like to work out alone most of the time. You know, that's a time that I can spend with just me in my head, pushing myself, working on my mental thoughts and my mental frameworks you know, building that rigidity that I like to build and proving to myself that I can do difficult tasks. And when I work out by myself, I'm continually talking to myself and I'm just in the zone, in flow, pushing myself. And I find that when I'm working out with another person or sometimes Jess, you know, we want to have fun and we want to we want to laugh and, and have a good time and I just don't get the, those same benefits. And that's not to say that, that I can't experience or we can't do that as well. But many times I do like to work out alone. And uh, so that's a big one. And also I like to be a lot more adventurous, especially with activities and hiking and snowboarding and, you know, getting aspiring to get my pilot's license where I can go exploring in a float plane. Like that's some fairly extreme and adventurous stuff in comparison to Jess. I like my isolation time where I'm by myself spending time looking introspectively where I meditate or just simply being alone with my thoughts to see what my psychology is doing and you know what where my mind is taking me. Uh, I like to wake up early on weekends to pursue this passion and my passion of coaching and personal development and improvement and investing or whatever it may be. And I'm extremely driven and I want to be able to express my passion openly, such as I'm doing on this podcast. And, um, you know, I don't like spending a lot of time sitting and not doing much in my life right now. Anyways, this might might change and pivot and alter, especially down the in the in the ages where we have kids um but i just right now i just rather be doing something or learning i love learning i'm extremely curious about life and when i'm curious about something i want to learn about it i want to understand it and i want to pursue it so you know this doesn't involve me watching a lot of tv or having a lot of downtime and a lot of these things are not what Jess likes to do. <laughs> you know, she has a very different uh, outlook on what her passions are for her individual self, you know. Um, 
and she's more so just be in the present moment no matter what you're doing uh enjoy what we have no matter what that is uh she she really likes uh relationships deep communi- communicating relationships where you can open up she has an amazing relationship with her mom and her family and um you know she she's more of the be here now in this time frame of our life which is amazing because that is you know that's so important and that helps me mix in those qualities as well but for me i'm just very very motivated and driven and <laughs> ambitious and adventurous and that's not to say she isn't either. It's just I'm a bit more on the left scale of that. And, and you know, she's a bit more on the calm and just, hey, let's let's relax and enjoy each other's company kind of spectrum, which is totally fine. But we really needed to explore and understand each other to be able to incorporate this into our life vision. And along with just the, I guess, day-to-day activities that we enjoy doing, um, there's also the aspect of the the difference of love needs our love needs what love desires we each need which are also different and i believe they're probably different for many couples as well um and and for me that's i express i experience love or what fills my love meter i guess you can say are words and acts of appreciation so when i'm being told that she appreciates me or that she sees my efforts or that i'm doing a good job or uh, where she gives me acknowledgement you know those are the those are the big ones for me you know when i when i feel that i'm being seen or that i'm making a difference or that she sees the good in me and she vocalizes vocalizes that to me you know that has a drastic impact on my on my love meter and for her it's that physical time together physical touch that affection um so so even there we we share or don't share i guess we have a difference of uh love meter what fills our love meter so again having the deeper understanding of all this stuff and not just getting frustrated because i'm a very adventurous driven person and me not getting frustrated that she just wants to enjoy and relax and be present and be here and understand that she wants that physical touch she wants that affection she wants those words of affirmation she wants that time together and for me i just want to be seen i want that i want that acknowledgement and once we learn to mix this into a, a dance where we understood it and we can give and receive you know that helps tie into this life vision because we can't just say oh create a life vision i want to achieve this this and that and and not take these things into consideration that's ludicrous <laughs> there's no way that you just go from here to there without exploring all the nitty-gritty intertangle intertangled um, aspects behind her psychology and behind her desires and her needs and everything like that so even though we might have unique characteristics and desires we can still live in unison together sharing a melded vision and remember a relationship does not complete you so having her as my partner or having me as her partner you know, that doesn't complete one another. That doesn't just magically make our life better. There's no freaking way. We still need to complete ourselves. We need to show up as complete individuals and then combine together to make it even more magical. So for a life vision, 
I think it's important to come up with common goals, especially for the relationship, for life, and for each individual, and really explore that why. Why are these goals? Don't just set goals because everyone else is setting those goals, or don't set goals because you want to one-up your friends, or don't set goals because you want to be the most <laughs> looked-upon person in your family or whatever it may be just like really dive into the nitty-gritty sit down and have those deep conversations of why do we want this goal why do why are we chasing this why is this important to us and just like really start going deeper and asking deeper questions to understand that or else you live an entire life just chasing something to chase it because you think that's what you're supposed to do but stop thinking and start understanding at a deeper level and also in this life vision create boundaries and have that clear picture a picture of what the ideal future would look like whether that's careers kids lifestyle where you live then create a plan how to get there. Have a zoomed out look. This is a very zoomed out exercise, creating a life vision. You're not, when I say zoomed in, that means, okay, what's your next direct action step? But zoomed out, let's look at the whole picture. Let's look at where we want to go on a grand scale. And obviously this is going to change throughout the years and you're going to need to take pivots and there's going to be obstacles and life is going to throw things at us. Like, that's going to happen. But I think without that clear, general, combined vision, it's going to be pretty difficult to just hope that we get there one day. You know, at least you start moving and setting that vision helps us take those first few steps. And once we have a general plan, then we can dive in. Then we can look at the first steps. What is the most crucial, essential piece that will help us to move towards that vision right now? So example, if you always argue and you don't even know what you're arguing about, that's probably a good place to start before let's get that new house, let's get that mansion, let's strive for this new car, whatever that is. Like, Let's be real with ourselves. Okay, well, we're always arguing. We have no idea why we're arguing. Why, why do we always get mad at each other? Like, What's that about? Work on that before trying to move into your first big goal. Like, Prioritize what is most important in the relationship right now. Now, you can only ever start now and you probably shouldn't jump ahead of where you currently are. So it takes some, you know, brutal honesty <laughs> just to face where you're at. Don't pretend like these things don't exist. Don't pretend like you don't have issues. We all have issues. We're all working through shit. If you're in a relationship with somebody else and you have a deep <laughs> relationship where you're um, super vulnerable and honest, you're probably going to come up to some, <laughs> to some issues that you're going to need to work through. If you've never had an argument or you've never had a disagreement in your relationship, how deep are you really going? You know, How deep do you understand that psychology and the way your partner's interpreting the world and why things trigger them or why they're holding back or why they have that goal or why they have that dream? Let's go a bit deeper. So for Jess and I, where we're at in our life vision, we have, we have our clear picture. But the thing we focus on most in our day-to-day -day living, which is our work right now, is the, it's categorized as the word balance. And balance to us means giving to the other person in order to receive. 
being present, affectionate, and make time for her. That's what I need to do. That's my responsibility in that balance portion. And for her, it's to support with trust in my ambitions and pursuits because she feels like she needs to be the one who's grounded because I'm such an ad- adventurous, go-getter, driven person. And she feels like she if she doesn't want to give in to vocally, as, as my love language is, that, that appreciation and hearing things and getting that words of affirmation and knowing that I'm doing good, you know, but she almost holds back on that because she's worried that if she gives me more of that, that I'm just going to absolutely take off. And for me, I need to focus on being present, being here now, being affectionate and making time for her. And then when, when I can give to her, she can give to me. And, and that's, that's our work of balance as I'll, I'll also touch on in a, in a bit here. So three little steps here when creating a life vision vocalize your non-negotiables if your partner is not willing to work at improving these there is a bigger issue you know if you're stating non-negotiable and your partner says i i don't agree with that i'm not i'm not going to work on that or just refuses to work on that or or can't see themselves improving on that non-negotiable you know that that's that could be a doozy And it can be useful to analyze this in depth to see if the relationship is going to work out um, if if this non-negotiable is not met. You know, again, being real with the situation, not just putting it aside and hoping that things would work out because I did that for years in my life. I did that for the start of our relationship. I hoped that I would just improve on these things because I loved Jess. And that was literally my game plan. I hoped I was like, it's got to get better because I love her. Oh, I'll improve on it. And I would always just put it aside. I'd push it away. I said, oh, Jess, I'm so sorry. You know, we'd get, we'd get in an argument about something that, I, again, I wasn't working on the, the non-negotiable. And my action step, my plan was just that I believed it would change because I, I loved her. And it wasn't working. <laughs> I will tell you right now that is a shitty plan and it was not working you know new action needs to be taken to experience new results and i was so stubborn at finally realizing that um, to take new actions so again for me to not hold that the start it was to not hold things in i needed to communicate i needed to work on being more affectionate intimate being present in those transition moments and uh and, and, and this, again, is still our, our non-negotiable. You know, that's still her non-negotiable. And those are all things that I continually work on from day one. And now I've learned, oh, okay, I can actually, there's systems behind how we can improve on things. And there's mindset hacks. And there's ways of, there's tools and tactics and getting coached that all can help these things. And for Jess, I, I, I need to be able to, to pursue my passions and chase my dreams, individual and our relationship dreams, and continue to adventure and explore with the support and understanding um, from her. So, you know, we vocalize these non-negotiables and we're clear about them. We both don't want to sacrifice what we want and what we desire in life. And I don't think we need to in a relationship, but it's about having that deep understanding and being able to articulate and communicate those non-negotiables to your partner and for them to actually hear them without feeling attacked. And this isn't necessarily an easy step. You know, this took years of Jess and I because we were on such opposite ends of the spectrum 
you know, this took a lot of time to learn how to properly navigate and communicate without triggering each other or without us getting defensive or making a stand for what we want. You know, this this took a lot of navigating, but my my hopes for this podcast is just to bring the awareness on that shine a shine a light on something that may or may not be happening in in your relationship or in your future relationship and just something to have in the back of our mind because i can say from experience you know life gets a hell of a lot more interesting and fun once we learn to navigate and move towards that life vision together it's it's, uh it's quite a difference so step two align and collaborate on common goals so for Jess and I, some of our common goals are to have two kids. And again, life might happen and it, it, you, you pivot when, when things don't go your way. But just having that vision, we may have two kids. That'd be awesome. If we don't, we don't. We pivot and we go with that. Um, having a loving, trusting family, open, vulnerable, where we can all show and express love for one another and, and implement that trust into our family at, at a very young age and continue and grow and expand on that as we evolve as a family. Uh, we want to have an incredible relationship with deep trust and intimacy vulner- and vulnerability. We want to live abundantly, which means financially free, so we can explore and experience and travel and adventure without those constraints of what money was. And and again, like getting clear on the why, as I mentioned earlier, before I didn't really know why I wanted money. I just figured I should have it because we didn't have it when we were when I was in a family, when I was a kid. So I, I just figured I needed money. And I never got clear on my why, but now that I, now that Jess and I are so clear on our why, we know why we want that financial freedom. It just it it also gives us it amplifies that drive, and it, it just makes it more meaningful. Um, but also, again, incorporating the balance and doing things that align with our life vision to acquire that money, not just doing greedy things or doing shady things like let's make money in a way that's going to serve. Let's make money in a way that's going to make us feel good and offer services that we can stand behind, you know, incorporating that why and also how. Um, so, yeah, we want to have um, multiple properties and just and acquire properties in places that we love. And, you know, it's looking at it a different way again. Like these are when, when we acquire properties, they're going to generate income. And when we do that, we can buy more and buy properties in places we thought, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do that, such as Canmore. We're looking at buying an Airbnb property at the end of the year here that's going to generate income, but also give us a place to stay. We also have a very big envision of having a really big Invermere property with a bunch of land where we can maybe run retreats or just live that lifestyle where we serve and experience everything we love and enjoy in life. Um, we want to we want to live extremely healthy our entire life, be fit our whole lives, be open minded, try things uh, and learn new things together. We want to grow individually, personal development each of us and collaborate ideas and grow together in the relationship we want to explore spirituality and what that means for us and then help and support others on their journey as well like we want to live the best lives possible for ourselves and our family but we want to be able to overfill that and hopefully share our knowledge and help others to do the same as well along the way
Um, so keeping this in mind, we also don't want to be so specific on exactly how you're going to get there. Have a plan, have a vision, have an idea, and then continually take action on it and ensure your current goals are aligned to your bigger vision or connected in some way. So like that real estate, real estate for us is connected to our bigger vision because we're going to be able to live where we want to live. It's going to provide us long-term generate consistent generation of, or generating income so then we can explore and try and pursue pursue our passions rather than maybe just being locked into a job that we don't love our whole life you know like it fits into our life vision our life vision is to spend time with our family have that freedom flexibility so aligning the the that that all ties in real estates to make money to allow that free freedom and also to allow that freedom of the career like set goals that align with your vision that makes sense that will help move you forward to that end goal that end vision um so just just make sure you're not pursuing something that's not going to help you with that and a combined life vision will also help us avoid only living for ourselves in a selfish manner, but it's rather we want to support the other unique individual while moving towards shared goals. So that was step two, align and collaborate. Step three, empathy and encouragement. Empathy and encouragement is needed to support your partner along their individual journey. And this will also improve the likelihood of your life vision to unfold according to your intentions. So yeah, provide that mutual support. Um, if we receive support, then it's easier to give support. Respect and desire to help one another. That give and take, not receive and then give, but give and then receive. And also ask yourself a few powerful questions continually along your journey together in your relationship. How might I provide ongoing support to my partner? How well do I understand my partner's vulnerabilities? And how might those vulnerabilities be affecting their goals or what they need or what they need from me? How can I support my partner's desired goals as long as they fit into our life vision? When things go wrong or we get off course, how might I provide support to get things back on track? Imagine if both parties are always thinking about this, always asking yourself these questions. You know, questions are so powerful because when we ask that question right, <laughs> and, and we're, we're clear on what we want to accomplish in our relationship, you know, and we really reflect on these questions, the answer will be surprising and the answer is usually selfless and will provide that empathy that can give us the, be able enable us to give that encouragement to our partner so remember we're still two unique individual individuals potentially with separate individual goals desires and needs there should be a genuine respect and understanding of this as well as having a big life vision that can embody a mutual vision and direction of where you both want to go. A relationship does not complete you. There are two complete individuals growing, living, and striving together. 
Keep this in mind and utilize empathy and encouragement to support one another on this shared journey. So sharing a life vision can provide clarity. You know, I mentioned the the clarity for money for me, like what that meant. Why did I want money? Why does Jess want money? Why do we want money together? Like, let's get clear. Why do we want this lifestyle? Why do we want this family? It, It enables us to go deeper rather than just saying, I want to have a big house and we want to have a laughing family where everything's amazing and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's understand why we want that. Let's understand that on a deeper level because chances are, even though you might want the same thing, the reasons for it might be different. And if those are different, that's going to surface at some point down the road. So it's so important to just face it from the start. And um, yeah, so sharing a life vision can provide clarity. It can provide focus. You can't get what you want when both parties are not aligned. So focus on why you want it, why I want it, and why we want it together. It can pro- a life vision can provide excitement. Like I said, curiosity. I think curiosity is what gives that zest for life. When we're not curious about life, we're usually in a lower vibrational state. When I'm curious about things, I'm jazzed up. I'm passionate. Let's go. Let's get it. That's what sparks my drive. That's what sparks my ambition. That's what sparks so many beneficial aspects to acquiring and accomplishing a goal or moving forward is that curiosity. So just get curious and also get curious together towards that life vision. What can we create? What are we able to do? Let's get curious. And a life vision can provide collaboration and teamwork. And oh man, once you can learn how to work together and navigate and collaborate together, you just become such a more powerful bonded team. And that's going to enable you to get through difficult situations because as a couple, difficult situations are going to come. It's inevitable. And it's going to help us live aligned rather than opposing one another. And as I mentioned before, this is what Jess and I would do. We were just opposing each other because we didn't fully understand why one another wanted the things they wanted. So when I did one thing, that would push her away. And when she would do one thing, that would make me go farther in the other direction. And we were literally opposing. We were not working together because we didn't have that understanding. And that understanding comes from going on a deeper level. Understanding the innate desires, values, beliefs, morals, why you see the way you the world the way you do. What is your perception of this? Why do you want this? Let's go deeper. And until we got aligned and joined our vision together, that's when we realized we wanted why we wanted that trustworthy amazing connecting family why we wanted personal and relational growth why we wanted wealth why we wanted to live in the present why we want to be healthy why we want to explore why we want the adventure all of these things why we want the careers we want you know it all came together and it all fits together and we were able to meld and mix that and create a powerful life vision that we are enthusiastic about pursuing. 
But that didn't come just magically. There was a lot of work behind it. And everything I laid out in this episode today will hopefully help you lay out your life vision with your partner. So just before I leave you for the day, just a reminder, I'm officially coaching. Um, If you want to make progress in your life with any topic that gets covered on the podcast or any goal or any anything you're working towards, even if it's a life vision, you know, I would love to help. I would love to serve. This is something I'm deeply passionate about. I believe it's my innate talent and my innate gifts show up during coaching. Um, and and I, I'm just extremely excited about it. So if, you, if this is something you're interested in, just always feel free to check out my website at joelmahe.ca. Reach out to me via email at uh, coaching at joelmahe.ca. Check me out on Instagram at joelmahe and just connect or send me a message at any time you would like. I will totally respond and get back to you and love to collaborate or help you out in any way so closing out this episode just remember it's time to combine forces unite the two unique individuals collaborate with empathy encouragement and excitement to formulate a powerful life vision we don't need to give up anything that is deeply meaningful to us instead seek to understand what your partner needs and vice versa. Envision your ideal life together without any sacrifices. And then of course, take action and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing day. Take care.